How is everybody doing this fine day? It is Wednesday, I think. It's Wednesday. Um, and I hope everybody is having a phenomenal day. I know I am. I finished up a leg workout outside in about 100 degree heat index today. Holy shit. I sweat out a lot. I, I'm on my uh, second gallon of water. I still feel like a little dehydrated, but I thought I'd have a talk with all of you about uh, to stay healthy, you need to get rid of your fat friends uh, and also obese privilege traveling again. We're gonna do two topics today uh, and because they both came across my desk. Uh, I'm gonna say hi to everybody in a second. I'm gonna sip on some chaga tea uh, really quickly. So, I hope everybody's doing really, really good. I am two years, four months, and 27 days since my last binge. I'm about to be two years and five months since my last binge. I cannot believe it. My wife is a fucking genius. I mean, she's figured this shit out. I still make sure I don't ever, 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 ever uh, think of it as like a cure. I want to make, I make sure I take the steps every single day. If you also uh, want to make sure that you can... Uh, do this if you have a hard time with your binge eating disorder and you know what to do and everything like that. It's just about building healthy habits to help you control your binge eating disorder and get days between binges. That's what we literally do. You can join me right here for my coaching. Uh, my wife and I talk to people on a daily basis with weekly video conference calls. We help take your life and just build healthier lifestyle habits bit by bit by bit. We change a habit a little bit and then we make sure it's solidified. Then we change a little bit to healthier and then we make sure it's solidified and we just build it up, build it up, build it up. So, uh, please do check that out. We have a one-month package. We have a three-month package, and we have a six-month coaching package. The six-month coaching package, we just have a few slots available. So I hope everybody takes advantage if you can. Um, and if you have a hard time controlling your binge eating disorder, I feel super confident that we help a lot of people do this. I really, really, really do. Uh, I am going to say hi to the many people that have already showed up. Uh, apparently, when I make a foodie, uh, foodie Beauty video, and then I put it, and I directed towards this one. It helps alert people that we're going to be going live. Uh, so what's up, Zirconium? When I'm with my fat, when I'm with fat friends, I'm making healthy decisions around and for them and hopefully encouraging them the other way because they are not radical. They're quite happy to enjoy uh, my yummy, healthy food. Yes, but if, uh, and we'll get to this here in a second. We, we'll talk about it. In Australia, everyone is overweight, fat, chubby anyway. It's hard to avoid uh, casually. Uh, even at the gym, everyone is fat. There's no fit friends to make the, on the advantage. Well, I don't know about that. How you doing, Betsy? What's going on? Slash chicken. How are you doing, Marnia? How are you? I find that many overweight people are so fussy, picky with food. They're not fussy and picky with food. They're fussy and picky with the ultra-processed food products that they eat. Because most of them don't actually eat food food. Lisa, how are you doing? Uh, Chris in real life, how are you doing? Raquel, what's going on? Took some Connecticut hopping on the treadmill. Woo, get there. That'll get you there faster. Connecticut is strong. Connecticut is like uh, mental jewels and with caffeine, you know? It's amazing. I personally, for before my workout today, uh, I did like a pre-workout, like a workout of just like before my workout where I just got some pump on to get a few photos and stuff like that because that time of year where I'm supposed to be taking photos of myself every day. Uh, I fucking hate it. But, um, and I did Vasky, which is from MTS Nutrition. It's a non-stimulant like pump, gener like uh, uh, it helps you build a better pump, especially when you're on low carbs. Like I don't eat a lot of carbohydrates, so it helps with the pump. Uh, helps keep you nice and full, even though you're low carbing it. Helps keep you from being flat, as they call it. Um, and I put some mental jewels with that in my creatine for the day. Bam, oh, which reminds me, I do need to take uh, my second dose of alchemy. I already took no morbidity today. After I'm done talking to you guys, I'll probably be having some machine greens and reds with some hydroglyph because like I said, I sweat my motherfucking ass off today. Holy shit, it was hot out there. Anyway, Christian, how are you? Cactus Patch, going on? Jessica, no worries about that. I was just worried about you. I was going to message you when I was done with this. Uh, how are you doing? Lisa, it's Woman World. Idy Batty Wings, Erica. Velvet Slade, when I started my health journey, my fat friends got mad and left. Win-win, I guess. That's exactly what happens. That's exactly what happens. Uh, Jack Batman, Nick C., how are you? Uh, hey, down 24 pounds. It is e uh, it's easier with no more. Boom! That's what I'm saying. It is easier with no morbidity. 
state of managed hunger and increased stress relief, as well as when you are in a caloric deficit, thinogen that is in no morbidity makes it so your body will go to the fat stores more predominantly because they're already uncoupling the protein one NAs from the adipose tissue. So you lose more fat to lean mass ratio. You use, lose more mass, more, more fat mass than lean mass than you would even without it. Yet alone, if you would be on Ozempic, which you lose more lean mass than uh, without it uh, when you're on Ozempic. And that's just factual. I don't even understand how people are still taking that shit. Why, why not take a healthy alternative that is producing even better results with no side effects that is a 40th of the cost? I, I don't even understand. Like, I don't, I, I, it's this crazy thing. Like, people get it in their mind. It's like I, I'm envisioning the, the whole jibby jab thing all over again where people are just, like, crazy about it. It is, like, they have no idea what it's going to be like for these people in, like, five, ten years. They want you to be on Ozempic and Wegovy forever. They have no idea. They've not done any long-term testing. They have no idea what that's going to do to you. I will say, though, that something that has a black box label on it for pancreatic te- uh, for thyroid tumors and causes pancreatitis, nausea, vomiting, shitting your bed, all sorts of shit, you lose more muscle mass than you lose fat mass. I'm going to say being on that for 10 years might be fucking with you. Like the idea behind no morbidity and alchemy is that you use these as tools to get healthier, adjust your lifestyle, build a healthy lifestyle for yourself so you can then get off of them eventually. We don't want customers for life. If you want to stay on it forever, I'm going to be on this shit forever. One, it's my product. And two, I am two years and almost five months without a binge. Anything I can do to control my binge eating, I'm going to fucking do. But holy shit. But I'm very happy it's working for you. Sorry, a little tangent there. Not that Anna, Janet, how are you doing? Breezy, Lisa, Vlad, what's going on, motherfucker? Kimberly, Tina, Amanda, Hannah, that body on project. Lydia, how the fuck are you doing? Uh, I appreciate you. I got to have you on the channel again sometime real soon. Uh, send me a message on Twitter. Uh, Annie, how are you doing? Slash Chicken, what's going on? Dory, Brew Hops, what's up, motherfucker? Uh, Scurvy Rum. It's a weird name. I haven't talked to my fat friends in a while. Don't plan on doing that either. Uh, Carpe Cupcake. Ion, thanks for speaking the truth. You are very welcome. Deborah, J-Bay is unsufferable locale. I agree with you. Taz, Tina, slash to Ken, and I think we've got everybody. And if we don't, wow, we got a lot of people. Oh, wait, hang on. Adam C. Ant, what's going on? Adam Ant is an awesome, awesome, like, 70s uh, rock star. So. I've been on Nomo for over, for over a year, and I love it. That is outstanding. That is what I'm talking about. Yeah. Right there, right there. If you notice, I keep trying to flex because, like, I'm happy that I'm getting that little cut right in there. So, uh, just being honest, just completely being honest, you know. Uh, YouTube brought me straight here. Holy shit, that's crazy! Uh, so happy to be off that Ozempic and on to no morbidity. Boom, Betsy. I hope it's working great for you. By the way, send me a message. Uh, you you send me messages all the time. Betsy sends me all sorts of topics on Instagram all the time that end up with us talking about them on here too. You guys can do that also. I prefer it to be either on Instagram or be on Twitter. Uh, I prefer Twitter, to tell you the truth, because Instagram's eventually going to delete me. They're just eventually going to delete me. But uh, you can send me topics too and send me articles. I love like I love knowing about stuff when it comes to health, public health, obesity, pandemic, anything like that, as quickly as humanly possible. So send me everything you got. Ozempic is going to create a skinny fat generation. It's going to create a bunch of people that are on a bunch of medications who, who I mean, they, I'm sorry. I just I I don't think this is going to work out as nearly as well as people think it is. All right. So, boom. Everybody, hi. How are you doing? Uh, I'll be your friend. See you next Tuesday. Right. So, get rid of your fat friends. I wanted to. This is an interesting thing here. So, give me one second. Share screen. Oh, no, I got to do this first. No, not that one. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Uh, 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 uh. This is it. This is it. This is it. This is it. So, video file. Uh, I gotta move them. Give me one second. I didn't prepare well. I'm very sorry. There we go. Okay, now video file. This desktop. So I think this is the this is the woman's full video. We're gonna listen to her full video first. 
skinny, get rid of your fat friends. If you want to be pretty, get rid of your ugly friends. You shouldn't be friends with people based off of their levels of attractiveness. So I don't know about the, if you want to be pretty, get rid of your ugly friends. That that's I don't I don't understand how that works. However, the get rid of your fat friends if you want to be skinny is scientifically sound. Uh, as we have talked about many times here, um, that obesity is a societal contagion. The actual actions, the gluttony, the overconsumption, the sloth-like behaviors, just being real, the sloth-like behavior that causes a lot of people to, in fact, uh, eat a ton of calories more than what uh, they actually burn off because they just sit and ingest and ingest and ingest and ingest and ingest a lot of carbohydrates uh, and a lot of ultra-processed carbohydrates, sugar, those sorts of things, because uh, ain't nobody getting fat off fucking steak and vegetables. Just It's not happening. But... A lot of times that, you know, those type of behaviors are translated over. Like you, when people go out and eat pizzas together, when they go out and drink beer together, when they go out and do all those things, like these are like, these are group behaviors. So if you hang out with a group of fucking, uh, a, gr a group of fat people and they're always eating, chances are you're going to gain a little bit of weight. I, I know, I know like it is so hard to find people that, like have like healthy habits to, to, to be around. It really, really, really is. The pretty thing, I don't, I don't, I still don't get. I, I, I don't understand. Like that, we're gonna play this whole woman's video because I'm not saying I agree with this entire video. I am saying that it's just sound. I just don't like people. Attraction is, I, I say this all the time. Attraction is a matter of opinion. You know, like attraction is like, there are some people that are attracted to, like there are some people that are attracted to, Tall people, short people, fat people, skinny people, all sorts of people, you know? And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, you should want it, like, we're biologically hardwired to be attracted to healthier people because if you want to spend the rest of your life with somebody, you're hoping that their life lasts the rest of your life, you know? Like, that's the whole, I mean, I, I owe Crystal till I'm 90, you know? Like, that's a long fucking time. Uh, from now still you know but we're, i'm gonna fucking make it you watch you watch uh that's gonna be it's about 30 39 more years <sighs> yes i look forward to every fucking minute of it she's out in the kitchen smiling me right now cute little woman um anyway uh but attraction is like and uh, lydia just said in, in the in the comment attraction is a biological component however being around like other people you would consider attractive is not just going to make you attractive. But if it's a matter of self-care and exercise and all like that, like if you find you know, people that are fit, uh, attractive, that's fine. I will point out that there's just not a lot of fit people. Uh, like, like truly like fit people, especially as you get older, especially as you get, when, when you get older, there's less and less and less. A uh, recent statistic showed that less than 12% of the United States population is metabolically healthy. That is fucking staggering that is an amazingly terrifying statistic uh, but I, I digress we'll, we'll talk more about this it should be more about relatability but how the hell are you going to relate to the girl that's crying in the corner complaining about her looks when you're sitting here looking like a snack and if you start hanging out with your fat friends too much all of a sudden it's going to be normalized to go and get taco bell at 2 a.m in the morning the next now uh we're about to watch a bunch of reactions to this about how the fat acceptance people on TikTok are in fact losing their motherfucking minds about this shit. Um, and a lot of them pointed out that a lot of skinny people get talked about two o'clock in the morning. They're not going to stay skinny very long if they are consistent. Like younger people that start eating like that do not say stay skinny for long. Like if you are looking at things in a moment in time, like people are like, you don't know what I eat. I eat healthy. Maybe now you do, but you're, you're 300 pounds. You have not always eaten healthy. Um, somebody just said, dude, there's no fit people at my age, 22. Bro, I'm about to be 52 years old, okay? I am a fucking unicorn. And I say this all the time. I if I, I am built a little more, a little bit more, a little bit more extreme than the average person, average male my age should, uh, should be built. Like I've got a little bit more size on me than the average person, but that's because I was much, 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 much bigger at one point in time. The average adult male, 50-year-old male, 
should look like that should look somewhat like me. They should have a smaller waist, bigger shoulders, decent sized chest and arms, like decent sized legs. They should be working out to maintain a lean physique. Uh, and that's what's going to bring them long health. Instead, shit, we're burying motherfuckers that I went to high school with for shit like cardiovascular disease and fucking uh, diabetes and shit. Like, that's fucking crazy. That is crazy. Crazy, crazy. When, when I was growing up, if a 50-year-old had a heart attack, people were like, what the fuck did he do? Like, what the fuck happened to this motherfucker? It must, be, it must have been, like, some sort of something in his genetics, right? But now... We got fucking 30-year-olds falling the fuck over for a heart attack now. There's also a few other things about some fucking uh, random fucking experimental gene therapy that was produced by historically corrupt companies from historically corrupt industry that was given fucking blanket immunity and produced in a quarter of the fucking time, or a frack, not even a quarter, like a fucking tenth of the fucking time it normally takes to fucking do, that we were fucking put on the entire population, except for those of us that decided to stay in the uh, control group, meaning the intelligent group. But... Um, if that hurt your fifis, I don't fucking care. I really don't. I don't fucking care. Anyway. Um, you're sitting there, diarrhea, bloated, feeling bad. But if you're hanging out with your skinny friend, that bitch is the instant presenter. Yep. And I agree with her. So we're going to remove that one. Somebody just said, I just watched the Dark Side of Fat Acceptance. Alan used to be huge. I was enormous. I was a big, 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 big man. Big man. Big, big, big man. Uh, anyway. But here's a few of these other, here's a few of the reactions. This one is one of my favorite ones. This is so, so, so mature. Get rid of your fat friends. By the way, this woman's account name is Brit Loves Butter. She's screaming into a pillow because somebody said, you know, get rid of your fat friends if you want to be skinny. She looks to be about 400 pounds just by the back of her arm. Her arm looks like it weighs 75 pounds by itself. I mean... Her tricep has a tricep on it. And she's upset that somebody said this. She's upset that somebody said, if you want to be skinny, get rid of your fat friends. Sorry, but that's like reality. Like you, you have to be around people that are going to do the things that you want to do that are good for you. If, I mean, it, it's just, it's crazy. Look at the crease. Yep. Is that a crease in her arm? It certainly is right there. That's also known as the pathetic crease. Um, I think that's the technical term. It's called the pathetic crease. But she just goes on. This is her belly. This is also her belly. This is also her belly. And this is also her belly. I mean, that's how fucking crazy this shit is. It's like, like it's just this big, a huge, big area. Um... This one, this is right. My husband is six feet and has a 28 inch waist, which 28 inch waist, which should be common, uh, be a common size. And it's almost impossible to find him G's his size. Fucking try to find like when, when I work out really hard, when I do legs more than once a week, my legs plump up and so does my ass. And I have a 28 inch waist. It's fucking impossible. I mean, like it's, it's impossible. I, I, I look like, uh, you know, I look like I'm wearing fucking skinny jeans, like to try to fucking find something that fits. It's crazy. But see, I ordered no morbidity yes, uh, yesterday after your live, and it's already set, uh, set to be here tonight. Whoever does your shipping deserves a raise. I'm telling you, Tiger Fitness and Ambrosia, we fucking, we absolutely, the shipping is just fucking bar none. Bar none. And let me know how it goes. Let me know how it goes. Um, so we're going to look at another one of these uh, video files. start hanging out with your fat friends too much all of a sudden it's going to be normalized you know who goes to taco bell at two in the morning you do my skinny friends i think i've eaten at taco bell like twice in my life i call bullshit but also using this then how do you know your skinny friends go are you not hanging out with your skinny friends how then how do you know they fucking go excuse as a reason to not befriend fat people it's weird no i mean it's it's a matter of behavioral stuff like you clearly glutton yourself young lady like clearly glutton yourself like even through the pound or two of makeup you can see i mean you can see that like you're having trouble with your skin the double triple chin 
I, I mean, absolutely. Um, just ordered no more video. Can't wait to try it. Hell yeah, motherfuckers. Keep at it. Keep at it. Keep fucking, keep going. We need to make America healthy again. America, make America healthy again. Hell yeah. Very, 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 very happy. Uh, and let's see. Here's another one. I so. Be skinny. Get rid of your fat friends. If you want to be pretty, get rid of your ugly friends. You shouldn't be friends with people. Fat girl stitch coming in. Based off of their levels of attractiveness, it should be more about relatability. But how the hell are you going to relate to the girl that's crying in the corner complaining about her looks when you're sitting here looking like a snack? And if you start hanging out with your fat friends too much, all of a sudden it's going to be normalized to go and get Taco Bell at 2 a.m. in the morning. First of all, maybe if she wants to sound smart, she should surround herself with smart people because I'm not hearing it. Second of all, has she ever met like a real life skinny person? Not. She is a real life skinny person. She's a real life skinny person. You just called her stupid and now you look stupid. It's like stupid inception. It's fucking crazy. Uh, I mean, just look how triggered they are. They're all fucking ridiculous. Yeah, and I mean, the, 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 it's Not so just amazing. like an LA influencer slash model type of skinny person. I'm talking about like a real life skinny person because most of the skinny people I know really like to eat and they really eat like well and well taco bell's not well just saying also who do you think i go to taco bell with at 2 a.m i go with skinny people who are also like eating down the whole menu okay yes and the difference is you've eaten down the whole menu about a bunch of other places multiple times in a day you've obviously ingested a lot more calories than they have throughout the course of the day so if they're still skinny and staying skinny and they eat Taco Bell, it's because they haven't ingested the same calories you've ingested or they've been much more active than you've been with your, with your lazy ass. I understand that this young lady's trying to sit here and think she's trying to sound smart, but she's literally, literally sounding stupid. Okay. Into one of those clubs that's full of like very skinny, modely type people because those are some of the weirdest places to be. Like you look around and people are unhappy because they haven't eaten all week and they need a snack. On the I thought you said that they were getting Taco Bell at two in the morning though. Like, so you're saying none of these skinny people eat right after that you said they all get Taco Bell at two in the morning. Which one is it? Have you ever met a real life skinny person? Have you ever been, I have a hard time believing you've been to one of these clubs to say that these people look sad because it doesn't sound like you understand them at all, you know? Like, the, they get so upset. Like, I always find it amazing how they always say how awesome they think they are and how happy they are in their fat body and how they love their life and they're living their best life. And then somebody says, don't hang out with them because they're fat and their heads spin the fuck up. Do you know what happens when people say, don't hang out with Alan because he's an asshole? I don't fucking notice. I don't care. You know why? I love my fucking life. I couldn't give a fuck less. Like, I mean... Uh, Trust me, I get that I am not everybody's cup of tea, but I like my tea the way I fucking have it. So I am truly good with myself. So therefore, if people choose not to hang out with me, I don't give a fuck. Bye. But these people, like, they claim to be that they're, they're perfectly fine, good with themselves, not a problem. We're, you know, queen, slay, queen, fucking look at my rules. They're amazing, blah, blah, blah. And then somebody says, don't hang out with fat people. And they're like, what the fuck? Fuck you, you skinny bitch. Like, it's, it's so funny. Like, I mean, they get so in their fucking feels so quickly for people that are supposedly in love with how they look and in love with how they are. It's kind of pathetic. She goes, keeps going on. On the other hand, the clubs that I've been to that are full of people of all different sizes, but who are very comfortable in their own skin. The are they all complaining about being called fat too? Because if they're comfortable in their own skin, why would they be upset? Those are the most fun places to be because everyone, regardless of size, is out here dancing and having a good time and i would much rather be hanging out with those people than with the people who are starving themselves just how do you know they're starving themselves you just you said earlier that they're all getting taco bell and now you're assuming they're starving or starving themselves it's kind of amazing like the assumptions made like sentence to sentence that conflict with the sentences before it's too feel like they can belong so the
I the, the, here's the thing. Here's what I don't think people understand. The fat acceptance movement is literally has the word acceptance in it so they can feel like they fucking belong and are accepted. Do you know who doesn't need acceptance movements? People that don't give a fuck. Like, I have a shirt that says, fucks, million spoken, zero given. You know why? Because I don't fucking give a fuck. You motherfuckers think that I give, that like, it is freeing. Like, I just do me. And if you don't like it, I don't fucking care. That's freeing. These people are like, I'm the fat acceptance body positivity community and everybody should love fat people and you should, you know, we're marginalized and this and that. We deserve this. We deserve that. We deserve this. You don't sound happy as fuck at all. And it, you sound fucking miserable and you want to be accepted. But you pretend that everybody's happy in their body. If they were happy in their body, they wouldn't give a fuck if they were accepted. If they were happy with themselves, they would give zero fucks about being accepted by other people. If you were happy with yourself, you would not give a fuck at all. It is completely illogical. Like they don't actually speak in any way how they fucking act. Like the shit they say is completely contradictory to shit they say other, like the sentence before. It's hilarious. Disconnect really is wild to me because it's just so interesting that there are so many people out here policing other people's food intake and bodies when they have. You mean like you just did a little bit ago saying that a bunch of people are in a club, they're miserable. Uh, they're skinny and they look like they need food and snacks and they're starving themselves. You mean like that? I have so much privilege and so much access to good food and nourishing food. While at the same time, there are tons of people out here in our own country who have very little or almost no access to good food or food period sometimes. But you sit here on your $1,000 smartphone with your fucking $50 fucking headset on uh, a fucking app paid for with your plan, uh, with, with your data plan. That's not you. You're just fat because you fucking glutton yourself. And you're upset that somebody said, don't be friends with you, even though you think you're perfectly happy in your body. You needed to fucking toss out how you think all skinny people are unhappy and starving themselves and need a snack and shit like that. Like this... It is, it's kind of sad and pathetic, like how sure she is in her fucking, her fucking, her fucking bullshit. What, I just turned into Conor McGregor or something like that? What the fuck happened? Like, my ADHD is on fucking crazy today. Um, fucking? And they don't even have the bandwidth or capacity to think that way. Like, it's two completely different worlds. I don't know, if you want to be really upset about what someone is eating, maybe think about so she's going to tell people what to be upset about somebody's eating after she just said a bunch of people were starving themselves and need a snack. About food insecurity instead, because that's a real issue. The bottom line is... No, a real issue is that we've gluttoned... America has gluttoned itself to the state of societal burden. Like, this woman is a burden on society. Her fat ass is going to use up more resources. Here's the thing. Like, say she never accesses the, the, the healthcare system. All of a sudden, there is an accident, right? And, like... A uh, human-sized person, half her size, um, is injured and she is injured. Unfortunately, I don't wish this upon anybody. But the medics show up. It's going to take twice as many medics to move her as it would the normal-sized person, you know, the healthy-sized person, the not-gluttonous person. Um, you're a burden on society. You take more resources. You eat more food. You produce more environmental waste. Like, to pretend that food insecurity is the fucking problem in a country where well over 50% morbidly obese, probably, we are only 12% of the population is metabolically healthy. Probably 80% of the population, the 85% of the population, if we use waste to height ratio, would register as obese. Like, that's just fucking true. Probably 80% of the population would register as obese or unhealthy if we use waste to height ratio. Because a lot of people that would be considered of a normal weight would also be registered as unhealthy by the waste to height ratio. And the waist to height ratio is much more predictive of uh, much more predictive of chronic illness, uh, you know, problems with longevity, uh, development of type two diabetes, uh, cardiovascular disease, those sorts of things than BMI. So, I mean, let, let's be real. Uh, food insecurity is not the problem with America. Food insecurity and obesity are not actually a fucking. Uh, they don't co coexist. Food insecurity and being super skinny. Starving, that is a problem. Obesity is always 
100% of the time, a condition of overconsumption. Always. Always. If you want to feel happy, surround yourself with happy people who feel happy in their own skin. And Not you. You don't feel happy in your own skin. You're fucking tweaked out in a three-minute video about somebody saying don't hang out with you. That you then went on to insult because you're saying she's she's like she's starving herself. Like you're not a happy. This does not come across as happy, young lady. Who make you feel happy in your own skin? If you want to be miserable and feel empty and shallow on the inside, talk about how people are starving to death and look miserable in a club and they need a snack. Oh wait, no, no, no. That's not what she's gonna say. Then surround yourself with people who only care about what they look like and about how well they fit into the beauty standard that's changing constantly anyway because the only real value she just mad because people think she's ugly they see in their own life or in anyone else is their appearance and that's all they feel like they have to offer to this world and to me that is incredibly sad but you'd know about incredibly sad wouldn't you if that's what you want out of life then yeah do exactly what carmelita said <laughs> So that is a bunch of people being completely tweaked. I'm going to get to a few comments, and then we're going to talk about the next topic I wanted to talk about, which is uh, this J-Bay fucking official crazy humongo woman uh, complaining that she is not uh, – complaining that she is not, again, she's not getting a, the right experience when she flies. She isn't policing. She's saying that she doesn't want to hang out with, other, with, out with people that don't share her values. Exactly. Uh, I completely agree with that. Shut the fuck up uh, about the access to good food. If you don't want to go to Taco Bell, you can use the money to go buy good food. Exactly. Uh, America's impoverished are the richest impoverished people in the world of all history. That's true. There's no more privileged people on the planet than the American obese per person. Not, not especially in our environment today, where we're trying to make them a protected class. We're in New York City. They're a protected class. I mean, fuck it, for real. New York City has, has it so that obese people are a protected class. It's... I, I warned all, I warned everybody years ago. I said, we cannot go like we are going to politically correct ourselves to death. And as it is right now, we are literally, literally uh, about the, the, the wave of chronic illness and disease that is about to fucking overtake our healthcare system in the next five years is going to be biblical. And I've been saying that for years. I've, been, I've said between the next five to 10 years, we like the wave of type two diabetes, the wave of chronic illness, when people start having to come off of Ozempic and they regain more, when they regain all their weight at a lower muscle mass, because that's what's happening. They are on Ozempic. They lose a bunch of lean mass, bone mass, muscle mass. They lose a bunch of that. They actually get, in a lot of cases, their body fat percentage actually goes up while their body weight goes down, which is fucking tragic. That is fucking tragic. Then they're going to go off Ozempic and they're going to get super fucking fat again. So they'll have less muscle mass, be the same fucking size they were for, be worse off. And they'll have all sorts of fucking fucked up issues from injecting themselves once a week with a fucking drug that has a black box warning on it for thyroid tumors that produces pancreatitis, shitting the bed, nausea, uh, suicidal ideations, anxiety, so many things. I still don't understand. Take a natural alternative. No morbidity is a natural alternative. Alchemy coming out plus no morbidity would the combination of the two of them together. I would love to do a study head to head with Wegovy and the combination of no morbidity and alchemy. I would do a head to head study with no morbidity versus uh, Ozempic, and no morbidity would crush it. I'd crush it. The two of them together, bar none, bar none, bar none. It, 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 it is, it is, it would be vastly more effective, vastly. Anyway. Uh, American poor people are waddling levels of fat. It's right. It's, uh, it's, it's so insane. Uh, let's see. I hear so many people claim that they don't give a fuck, uh, but never call them out uh, personally. It's tagging them like, uh, Alan is does savage. Fuck. I mean, what the fuck? Like I, I'm, I just don't understand. I, I don't like, if you're happy as fuck, it wouldn't bother you. Like it just really wouldn't. Growing and farming is free. That's true. Also, the biggest policers are fat people. When you're uh, eating, not eating that, go go drink your Nutella and leave me alone. Go drink your Nutella and leave me alone. That's funny. And she's laying in bed. Of course they are. Of course they are. Absolutely. Where is April Lauren? I don't know. It's been probably like two weeks since she's uploaded. April Lauren is not going to upload unless she has a 
or I, I believe it's because and I'm not, I don't know this for sure, but I believe she is uploading out of contractual necessity because she took a uh, deal, like she took paid promotion deals. And what normally happens is they pay half up front and then they uh, once, then they get paid half at when the video gets published. But also they expect after they pay half up front, they expect that the video gets published within X amount of time. And I believe that what we're seeing right now is that she is being forced to publish videos that have these ads in them because she took money for them and now it is reaching the end of the contract. So therefore, all the videos that she did back, you know, she, the, the ads she did back then, she's got to in fact do like put publish now. That's why we're seeing the old stuff. I also think that she's regained weight, but I don't know for sure. I wish her nothing but the best. I mean, she doesn't know what the fuck she's doing at all whatsoever. I wish she'd take my advice, but um, I think we'll see her again when her next paid promo is due. And that's my honest opinion. And now she'll probably watch this and do a video that doesn't have a paid promo right before or right after a paid promo. Uh, a lot of muscles is also a small burden. Yep. A lot of muscles is also a small burden. No, it's not. Like, if you're talking like bodybuilder, like size muscle, maybe, M maybe. Uh, but uh, like, are you talking like having mus muscular too? Like my size muscle, my size muscle is not a, like, I can guarantee you my burden on the system is dramatically less than the average person's. Dramatically less. I can guarantee it. Guarantee it. Uh, worried about policing food while trying to police somebody else's uh, friend group. I know, funny, right? Uh, we need, need the country to get back to mental, the mentality of the 80s. Strong backbone and zero fucks given. That's right, motherfuckers. You're if, if Samira had a smaller sister. Samira's been pretty fucking quiet about the facts up and shit too after the last time I knocked her the fuck out. Uh, da -da -da -da. The amount of times these people spend worrying about things that they can't control and the excuses they make them for uh, can't control. I know, I know, I know. I have to have, I, I had to have a big wake up call. Unfortunately, a lot of people do, you know, it's unfortunate. By the way, folks, here is the link to our coaching. I'm just gonna put it down here again, but also here's the link to No Morbidity. No Morbidity, if you ask me, is the natural, safe, and cost-effective alternative to any of these weight loss injectable pharmaceuticals. Um, I can show people that have lost 150 pounds in nine months on No Morbidity in a state of complete satiation satisfaction without side effects. People have lost 125 pounds in a year people many people have lost 100 pounds in a year many people have just re have stopped binging we have so many people that use no morbidity just to stop binging that they're at a healthy weight but then they just use no morbidity to in fact stop their binge eating disorder or help manage their binge disorder uh because they need to do that plus get proper hydration plus everything like that so if you have trouble with any of these things instead of paying 1500 out of pocket or just taking the risk of injecting yourself weekly with a very seriously harsh pharmaceutical that they have no idea what's going to happen for the long-term testing. You could take a safe supplement made up of four ingredients that are patented. So they've been tested on human beings and they can produce results that we can claim that reduces uh, waist circumference, reduces BMI, helps uh, the body go to fat stores more predominantly than muscle stores. As you lose fat while you're in a caloric deficit, it helps block the biological mechanism of hunger in your stomach. So you actually don't get hungry instead of them producing a artificial hormone that then blunts the hormone of ghrelin in your stomach. We work on the biological mechanism of not producing ghrelin. Uh, it also helps you with stress relief where their injectable increases anxiety to a massive level. So please do check that out. No morbidity. I no morbidity to me is the way forward to make America healthy again. No morbidity and elixir. We can cure the country. We really could. We really, really could. All right. So, wow. Lots of questions, guys. Lots of questions. Hold your questions. Oh, wait. Here's a good one. Uh, Lizzo threatening to leave the industry because people won't talk, start talking about her body, but yet her brand is built on fat. Uh, make it make sense. Maybe Alan got her just a little bit. Well, she did block me. Uh, like, she blocked me and Candace Owens. She's, she, has a, she has her Twitter set to private, but she blocked, like, me and Candace Owens and, like, I think one or two other people. Kind of crazy, right? Uh, I've lost 35 pounds in four months without, uh, even without no mode, just with the coaching. Bam! That's what I'm talking about. That's because you're building a healthy lifestyle for yourself. And we're managing your binging and stuff like that. And that's because you're doing fucking phenomenal. That's what we do. That's what we do at our coaching. Which, by the way, here's the link to the coaching one more time. Or you can just join the app to join the 5K program. Or you can join me live. I do, uh, I'm do. i doing a live workout tomorrow at 11. You can join me live. 
I am starting to do my suspension system program probably next month from the very beginning with people. So if instead of joining the very, very, very seriously crazy intense ones I'm doing right now, you can join me for those ones and start working your way up. Uh, Alan is the biggest hype man for his clients because my clients do the work. It's not us. We just help guide them. We just help give them information. They do all the work. They're the fucking heroes. The people that lose 100 pounds based off of our advice, they did that fucking work. We didn't do shit. We just gave them advice and we helped them work through their fucking issues when it comes to food and binging and uh, sometimes it's under eating or activity and those sorts of things. They're the ones that do the work. They are the ones that deserve all the fucking credit. I just say some shit that resonates with them and I, we, Crystal and I have this very well thought out. We've done all the research we, that we, and we constantly keep doing more research as it comes available. They are the ones that do the fucking work. I am so proud of each and every fucking one of them. So fucking proud of it. I am proud for us to produce these tools such as no morbidity that help them reach their goals, that help them build healthier lifestyles, help them build healthier habits. We have, pe we have people that have gotten pregnant because they weren't able to get pregnant before, came to us, lost weight, and gotten pregnant. Like, like when people send us stuff like that, it is so warming. Like we help these people do this stuff, but they're the ones that did it. Because it was important to them and they listen. That's that's awesome. That, that to me, to me, people, um, to me, people can like a, a large portion of people can absolutely fucking hate me. Keep sending the death threats. I don't give a fuck. What the fuck are you gonna do? You know. But for every thousand one of those, one person says you changed my life. You helped me change my life. You helped me play with my kids again. I don't. I'm good. I'm totally fucking straight. I'm totally totally good. Uh, I said it uh, once and I'll say it again. I wish I found Alan my sophomore year of college. But thank you, man. I appreciate it. I really do. I, I really, really, really do. Um, but I wanted to go to this real quick. So this just ridiculous, humongous woman. Uh, so fucking privileged. There is not thin privilege in America. There is obese privilege in America. This Fucking horrible ass, selfish ass, privileged ass, super motherfucking gluttonously fat woman who has abused her body tremendously and continues to do so day after day after day after day. You can like literally see her breathing hard in this picture. I mean, that's like you can like, you know, she's breathing hard in the picture. I mean, it's just it, I mean, standing there like I can hear it, you know. We're paying twice for the same experience. Plus size travelers hit out at discriminatory airline seating policies. I just got to say, she shouldn't be allowed to fly. I'm gonna, I am mean, I, 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 I charge the airlines with this again. Show me how it's safe to have her on a flight for other passengers and her. Show me how it is safe. I, I, don't, I don't believe that the, that the safety testing has been done on the seats. I don't believe, like, you aren't allowed to have the, your bag stick out from underneath your chair because it might affect evacuation times. But this woman walking down the aisle is fine. I'm not buying it I, 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 at all. I am not buying it. The airlines endanger everybody by letting people on that are entirely too big to fit in seats and down the aisles. Entirely too big. And the answer is not to make bigger seats at all. I mean, this woman is, first of all, when you are saying make bigger seats, that means less passengers fit on a plane. That means also more fuel is used per person. That means that literally it is bad for the environment. That means more flights need to be taken. That means there needs to be more flights. That means everything, the cost of everything is going to go up. This woman wants to be given the same experience for this, like she's charging double for the same experience. First of all, her experience is not my experience. I have never had to take up two fucking seats. While the average width of an airplane seat has been shrinking for decades, I'm just gonna let everybody know I am a 185 pound athletic male. I fit very fucking comfortably in airline seats. Very, very comfortably, very comfortably. I, as long as, as long as I don't like, just like spread my shoulders out. As long as I just kind of like do my thing and sit forward and do my work. I fit very fucking comfortably on an airline seat. I wear a 50 regular fucking jacket. Very comfortably. 
Bodies are getting larger around the world with experts predicting that over half of the global population will be overweight or obese by 2035. Yeah, that's the fucking problem. The, the problem isn't the fucking airline seats. The problem is everybody's getting fat as fuck. That's the fucking problem. This ultimately means more and more passengers are, are likely to find finding it, likely to be finding it difficult to fit into airlines, airplane seats, and some may be hitting the pocket as a result. No, that means that the people sitting next to morbidly obese people are the ones that are going to be suffering because they pay for a seat, they pay for space, and then the fat person next to them uses what they've paid for. That person, fat person next to them, is actually stealing from them. The airlines, the airlines are committing fraud by sitting a fat person next to you that they know is not going to fit in their own seat. They are committing fraud because you have paid them for the space to fly and they are giving some of that space away to somebody else. That is, in fact, fraud by actual legal definition. You are paying them for a service that they are then knowingly not giving you. That is fraud. It is fraudulent by legal definition. Policies around plus-size travelers tend to vary from airline to airline, while a number, including uh, United Airlines, requires customers who require extra seating to buy an additional seat in advance. Some, re some refund the purchase if one or more seats are available after takeoff. However, there is no universal standard as such. Why can't I get half of my money back? If there's empty seats, why can't I get half of my money back? How is that not privilege? You pay because you're using twice the space, so you pay for the resources that you're using, and you're using twice the fucking fuel to haul you fuck around. And all of a sudden, this person gets a 50 fucking percent discount because they're fat as fuck, and we are coddling fat people to be fatter and fatter and fucking fatter? Fuck that shit. That's, again, fraudulent. Different airlines have different guidelines. Some have no guidelines at all, which means the... This, meaning that even well-informed traveler can have trouble keeping up. Look, I'm sorry. There's no fucking way that you, that the airline knows that if it's, there's no way that if they hit hard turbulence, that they know that the person behind her is safe or the person that is in front of her is safe. Nothing can tell me that she, if she rocked forward quickly, that she wouldn't just collapse these fucking people right in front of her. That no, like, let's be fucking real. There's no way that they can fucking possibly say that this is safe for the people around this enormous woman just sitting around this enormous woman, yet alone her getting on and off the fucking airplane. No fucking way. There's no there's no way. This is fucking obese privilege. That's what this shit is. In April, plus-size traveler influencer uh, Jalen Cheney launched a petition urging the FAA to mandate all airlines for a comprehensive customer size policy that prioritizes the comfort and well-being of all passengers. If it was to prioritize the comfort and well-being of all passengers, they wouldn't let your fat ass on. The well-being of all passengers, you are a danger to the other passengers when you are on an airline when you're 500 motherfucking pounds. You are a danger. It's not saying that she can't fly. She could very seriously charter her own private jet and fly. I, I mean, I have no, like, you are humongous and you are against the well-being and comfort of other passengers. They should not let you fly. I actually agree with this. We Like, we should not let the fly. I should start my own fucking petition. I should start my own fucking petition. I should start my own fucking petition. Anyway, uh, I think I will. Um, Charles Locha, co-founder of Airline Consumer Advocacy Group, Travelers United, shares this sentiment. All plus-size passengers are, are appreciative of knowing the rules. It eliminates many misunderstandings. Pay for fucking the seat you fucking get. They shouldn't let, be letting these people on anyway. Outside the U.S., the Australian Consumers Law prohibits airlines from charging passengers different amounts based on body size. Why the fuck not? Uh, meanwhile, the one-person, one-fare uh, policy, which prevents domestic airlines in Air Canada and Air Canada Jazz and WestJet from charging passengers requiring an extra seat for more than one fare, was passed by the Canadian Transport Agency in 2008. How is that fucking fair to anybody else? They're using more resources and they pay the same as you? It's fucking fraudulent. It is discriminatory against people that aren't fat as fuck. Obesity is recognized as a disability in Canada? Is it fucking really, you fucking weak-ass pieces of shit? And passengers must, consider, uh, must be considered functionally disabled by obesity to meet the requirements for a free extra seat. 
They shouldn't be flying if they're functionally disabled for, by obesity. They should get their own fucking charter. No shit. These passengers should be provided with an extra seat or even multiple seats to accommodate their needs and ensure their comfort and safety as well as those around them during the flight. I, it, there's no way a person sitting on the seat in front of you, if they are 500 pounds and you hit turbulence and their seat gives way, there's no way you're safe. They are a danger to the people on the flight. If there needs to be an emergency evacuation, they are a danger to the people on the flight. It, I refuse to believe, I will debate this with anybody. I would love to see any of the airlines do an evacuation drill and meet their evacuation times with people this fucking size. I refuse to believe it, it, it can happen because they won't show it and I refuse to believe it. Crazy. It's absolutely insane. It's a human rights issue. Being a larger person is not a choice, as many people mistakenly believe. It is absolutely one fucking hundred percent of the time from your own actions. Nobody is morbidly obese by accident. Nobody could not escape from morbid obesity. Nobody. 100% of the people that are of BMI of 35 and up could weigh less. 100% of them. 100%. You know why? Reality exists. Fucking ridiculous. But they're going to keep going on and on and on about this. I mean, I, I, refuse to, like, I refuse to believe that this is not like, welcome to CNN is propaganda, period. Uh, I'll do any last question. Oh, I got to get this one. Oh, oh, oh. English hedgehogs. There should be a class action uh, against airlines to provide safe evacuation as they can't meet FFA, FAA standards. I, if you know a fucking lawyer, let's fucking get this shit going. And I'm very fucking serious. No shit. It's about time. It's about that time. Oh, what's up, Lizzo? Um, I think Michelle McDaniels did a video on this too. Would love to see you and her collab. I, we, we reach out, we talk every now and then. I, we'll see. I don't know. Uh, uh, but my luggage can't be 60 pounds. Exactly. Uh, you do motivate me to, to live healthier. Good, good, good. It is a choice, no matter no matter what. So an alcoholic can ride it as a passenger wasted. Uh, that they don't allow that shit. They don't allow that shit because reality is discriminatory uh, and a bully as far as they are concerned. Yep. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Alan, bring on uh, bring on an elephant to the airport and complain that they won't let your service here in old board. That's funny. Uh, shake my head. There's no, there's a difference between being plus size and 400, 500, 600 pounds. Yep, I completely agree with that too. People just make up shit. They just make up words. Um, 17, uh, 17 inch wide is plenty of room. I agree. I agree. They shouldn't be allowed to fly. Uh, they just You're 400 pounds. You're a danger to everybody on board. You shouldn't be allowed to fly. Until the airlines can prove differently. I would love to see the airlines prove that it's not a danger to everybody else on board. Uh, what if they fall in the aisle? Uh, how would they get back up? It's also a very good fucking point. You know? Uh, take a train instead. I hear you. So listen, any any questions, anything we got going on? One more time, guys. Here is a link to the coaching. We talk to people on a daily basis with weekly video conferences. Um, we adjust your lifestyle bit by bit by bit. We help people with everything from binge eating disorder, losing hundreds of pounds. We have multiple people that have lost over 200 pounds with us right now. Um, we uh, we absolutely, uh, absolutely are dedicated to this. This is what we do for a living. I very much appreciate you guys. Here is also the link to No Morbidity. And by the way, there's three different, there's, there's three different, there's a monthly fee, there's a three month fee, or there's a six month. The six month is less than $70 a fucking month. We only got a few slots of that left over. Uh, so get those while you can. And here is the link to no morbidity. It is our non-stimulant, non-thermogenic based appetite suppressant. It is uh, being used by tens of thousands of people right now to help them build healthier lifestyles. You see people in the chat talking about how they've lost 35 pounds in the state of, uh, state of managed hunger. You see people talking about how they've lost 100, 150 pounds on it. Please do check it out. It is a safe alternative to the crazy shit that they got going on right now. Uh, I don't want to see people be on an injectable medication for 10 years and all of a sudden have their fucking liver fall out. Just saying. Um, is hydrograph supposed to be used during fasting times or can it, or can it be uh, sipped on all day? I think it can be sipped on all day. I do it. Uh, I, I use it like right before I get ready to eat my first meal. Uh, and it's because that's normally like uh, about an hour, an hour or two after my, uh, my workout. So I replenish my electrolytes that way. So my theory is that the old, old age homes, 
will slowly be converted into obesity care homes so people do not have uh, to be caretakers their obese relatives. I, it's already that is already happening. Any person that's under the age of 65 that's in an assisted living, it's because they're morbidly obese. And that's from years ago when I was an executive in healthcare. Uh, years and years and years ago. Um, years and years and years ago. Well, let's see here. Boom. I, I missed a question, so I wanted to go up here. Hi, Alan. What, uh, do you have a certain brand of uh, berberine that you recommend? Yes, I do recommend that people use Nutrient Driver because it has uh, berberine and banana in it. Those are two ingredients that are going to be in Alchemy. When Alchemy comes out, I recommend you use Alchemy because that's the one I'm linked to. Not that I don't want business for my good friend Mark Lobliner from MTS Nutrition for uh, Nutrient Driver. It's phenomenal. But uh, Alchemy has uh, several other ingredients. One of them is NC2. NC2 has been shown in human clinical studies. It's a patented ingredient to actually help reverse type 2 diabetes and it blunts glycemic response. So it has reversed prediabetes in a large percent of the people that took it. But it also blunts glycemic response. Like I can eat uh, carbohydrates and I don't have like the, oh, my God, I'm hungry for carbohydrates later when, I, when I'm using it. It's amazing. True. Like, so, so fucking impressed with, with Mark. He's such a fucking formulating genius. Uh, genius. Let's see. Mal said, sorry for the double post. Post it again because I missed it. Okay. Vitamin D levels are finally above 30 because I'm so dark skinned. It's hard for me to go uh, to get vitamin D from the sun. So I've been taking 2,500 to 3,500 daily. And finally, it's at sufficient levels. Good for you. Good for you. Uh, fat fights will be the next big business target. I would do it. Uh, fuck yeah. It's smart. It's absolutely smart. Uh, Alan, what uh, is the little snack you made with the blueberries? I normally just uh, do uh, frozen berries at night with a scoop of either MTS Nutrition Whey Right now, I have the peanut butter uh, marshmallow fluff one. It's not too sweet. Very, very, very nice. Uh, or I use some uh, the vegan protein, planta protein from Ambrosia. And I just pour a scoop on there, a little bit of water onto the frozen berries. And then I mix it up. It kind of coats the berries with it. It's delicious. I have it probably every other night. Uh, what if they have a medical emergency on the plane? How would you treat or transport them off the plane? You wouldn't. You absolutely wouldn't. Uh, it's a cup of, cup of almonds a day way too much for a snack I wouldn't say it's too much it depends on everything else you've eaten this is a great question it depends on everything else you've eaten but I can say that just like seven almonds is 100 calories so a cup is is quite a few is, is quite a few calories but it's something that I think you should uh, you should go with it uh, to, should look about I, th I think it's something that you shouldn't be leery about you should just watch the calories with it almonds are also great for people that get headaches all the time by the way uh, da, 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 da. I can attest to obesity contagion. I had a big roommate in college, and thinking back now, it planted the seed that it's okay to be fat. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, how much does sugar affect your diet? Should you give it up uh, almost completely? Yeah. Uh, you you should treat sugar like you treat alcohol. It shouldn't be a daily cons consumable. At the very at the very least, it should be uh, at the very least it should be a, an occasional consumption. Processed sugar, not sugar from like fruits, berries, anything like that. But processed sugar is a drug that should be consumed with the same care as alcohol or other drugs. Absolutely. There are many people that should just quit sugar completely. Completely. They, they should not take in added sugar at all anymore. At all. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Everyone see uh, see the new flavor, outright bark, bark, uh, the birthday cake one? I haven't. I haven't. Uh, I didn't already have uh, three boxes. I get them. I, he's sending one to me. I don't know how it is. Uh, would you ever consider collaborating with a cynical dude? I'd love to do an interview with him. I don't know about collaborating, but I'd love to do an interview with him just to, just to talk to him. I think I think he's very, very, very funny. And I like his content, of course, because it's very similar content. You know, uh, I get charged with ever, uh, having extra bags. Why would they get charged for being an oversized human? Uh, that's a good question. That's a super good question. Um, huh. Do you polish your head? No, I don't. I do put uh, I do put oil on my uh, oil on my skin. I use uh, a combination of organic olive oil and castor oil or olive oil that is infused with either um, uh, with uh, uh, with lemon balm. It's amazing. Amazing. Uh, do you know if the MTS way, uh, machine way is digestible for those of us with A1 case and allergies? I would not know that. I would not know. I don't I'm not I'm not privy to those things. So. Uh, it's so addictive. Yesterday I had absolutely zero sugar and I was uh, proud of myself. Hell yeah. Awesome. Should I avoid bananas too or just processed sugar? I would eat bananas later on the day. I don't suggest you eat bananas for breakfast if you have problems with processed sugar. Bana bananas, bananas, especially ripe bananas, have a very high sugar, uh, sugar amount. 
So later on in the day, as like an evening snack, fruit eaten as a dessert at the end of the day is always very good. Uh, but I wouldn't have it earlier in the day. This reminds me of the almond wedding, uh, the almond wedding that went viral on TikTok. People were mad the bride offered uh, sugar free. No, no, fucking crazy, 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 crazy. Uh, bananas for bananas. I said, I, I mean, rolls are uh, baggage. I get you. Uh, ripe bananas are for uh, uh, ripe bananas are for making paleo banana bread. I agree. I, I agree because then because then you don't need to add sugar to it. Uh, for real, you don't need to add sugar to that any of that. Anyway, guys, we're at over an hour. An hour. I am very happy that you guys enjoyed. I will be back tomorrow. I am not exactly sure what time. Probably about noon tomorrow. Uh, I'm thinking, and then Crystal and I are just going to have a nice day after that. So I hope all of you are having a very, very, very good day. Please do check out uh, the links I shared for the coaching and for No Morbidity. We have a world to save. We need to make America healthy again. Have a great day.